Welcome to Kinky Healing, a show about love, lust, and intimacy. We're going to be talking all types of sex, from BDSM to tantric to dry humping, anal, vaginal, erogenous touching, masturbation, phone sex, and even role play. Honey, you can have it your way, and that's without judgment. Sex can be revealing, and baby, it can also be healing. So come on this journey with me, the sexual intellectual, and you are required to be all in your feelings during this podcast where we talk about kinky healing. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Kinky Healing. I'm Dr. Siaya, sexual intellectual, here to have conversations with you today. And the topic of our podcast for today is your erotic persona and finding the courage to be you in the skin that you're in. And this is a really important topic to me because I want to explore with you what it's like to try to get comfortable in your own sexuality, even if you've been taught that that is wrong. And the reason why I say this is because personally, let me share some information with y'all. So I grew up in a home that was Jehovah's Witnesses. Most of my family are Jehovah's Witnesses. I am not, as my siblings are not, but then there are some who are, and so some who are practicing and So to talk about sex in our house was not always something that was at the forefront or ever, ever discussed at the dinner table. And though my mother was very honest with us about our bodies and being sexual and taking care of ourselves, the conversation about the intimacies of sex were never a conversation. So I don't know if y'all are like me, but you grew up wanting to understand or know about sex. And I can remember the first time I ever experienced watching something sexual. And, you know, as children, you've done things like walked in on someone having sex in your house and it may be your first time seeing it. But for me, I just think about the tabooness of having conversations or seeing anything with sexual acts. And then I remember finding my first porno, watching my first porno. So back in the day when I was younger in the 90s. I remember Cinemax. How many of y'all remember Skinemax? Late at night, Cinemax would have very nasty programming on, or even HBO would have real sex, right? If you've never seen real sex on HBO, I remember one night being up late with my sister, and there was a movie about Lady Chatterley that had come on. No, I'm sorry. We watched Lady Chatterley, but that wasn't the first one. I watched a porno about Cinderella. And I don't know if any of you have ever seen this porno, but Cinderella had a popper pussy and popcorn would come out of it. And she had sex with the prince at the ball. And it was just like, I remember seeing this version of Cinderella and feeling curious about wanting to know more about sex. And at the time I may have been like, 10 years old. I believe I was in the fourth grade, fourth or fifth grade. And me and my older sister, who was a year older than me, sat and watched it. And I was just like, wow, like 
this is something I've never seen before and I'm into it. I'm interested in it. And not to say that I was sexual at a young age because I did not lose my virginity until I was in my 20s. I was 21 at the time when I lost my virginity. Or actually, I was 20 going, getting ready to turn 21. And I remember because also me being young and being very heavy, I wasn't sexualized. And so I just remember instead of talking to me about the curiosities of sex or even my body, people talked more about my weight. And so the focus of my body was purely on weight and shame and clowning me for being an overweight, obese child. And so I grew up in this space of not always embracing sexuality, but I can even remember the first time that I pleasured myself and masturbated. I think I was in the seventh grade, maybe eighth grade. And I felt like I wanted to experience pleasure. Like I felt in my body that I wouldn't even wanted some sexual release. And see, at a young age, I didn't understand, you know, 13 or 14, I believe I was in the eighth grade. I didn't understand what that craving was. And nobody ever really had conversations with me about what it meant to feel turned on, right? Or what it meant to explore my body. And I think that we do a disservice by not talking to children about temptation and what their body feels. Not saying that anybody should be having sex with a child. That is not what I'm saying or talking to a child in a sexual way. What I'm talking about is an educational way that informs children of what they feel in their bodies and what they need. And I don't mean that in a way where you are only talking about sex as if it's male or female, because what I'm saying is that there just needs to be some sex education in school that helps people navigate sexual wants, needs, and desires, and also talks about safety. But back to this sexual persona, because I'm starting to digress about understanding the skin that you're in, baby, and having the courage to be you no matter what your sexual orientation is or sexual orientations might be. So this conversation is really about for those people who are trying to figure out what they love sexually or who they are sexually. So I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to teach you how to explore who you are sexually And some of you may already know, and for some of you, this may be an intro, but the conversation is about your erotic persona. So interesting enough, when I first started to experience erotic personas, it was years ago, and I was thinking about what it is that I liked in the bedroom. And the reason that I thought about it is because I was doing role play with someone who I was having sex with at the time. And I remember that I was playing in this role that I had never done before, but I was into it. And I wanted to learn more about it. And so when exploring my own sexual erotic persona, here's a couple of things that I want you to understand. Your erotic persona is not who you have to be 24-7. And also know that your erotic persona can have multiple personas. Like you don't just have to have one erotic persona. It could be that you have five erotic personas. Maybe you're a person who likes to role play a lot or depending on your partner, you may change up your style right? Or your partner may want to change up their style. And so when you think about erotic personas, I want you to be in the space of asking yourself questions like, who am I sexually? Okay. Now, who are you sexually? If you have never answered that question, baby, that's okay. You're going to start answering it with your girl today. So let's think about what does it mean to have an erotic persona? 
Join me in this exercise. Are you ready? Find a safe and comfortable place where it's just you, or if you're with your partner, I don't mind, but this is something you should probably do alone by yourself. And get naked. Interesting, right? And pushing your boundaries because it should just be you in a safe space. If it's not, if you prefer to keep your clothes on, you can do that. But if you don't, get naked now or in your underwear, whatever. I mean, standing, laying down, sitting up. First thing I want you to do, though, is just get comfortable in the skin that you're in, whether that means keeping your clothes on, being in your underwear, or taking your clothes off. Have you taken them off yet? Do it slowly. Do it seductively. Let the music take you to a place, baby. Now, as you are starting to listen to this erotic music that's playing in the background, and you are in this mirror, in the skin that you're in that makes you comfortable, the first thing I want you to do is look at and admire your favorite part of your body. I don't care if it's your eyes, nose, ears, hands, titties, ass, whatever. Look at it. Admire it. Get in front of the mirror and admire that thing. Now... I want you to take about five to 10 seconds and say something positive about the piece of your body that you are currently admiring. You look so fucking sexy. Now that you've admired parts of your body that you love, I want you to also look at the part of your body that you least admire. And I want you to make that thing sexy. I want you to look at the part of your body that you least admire. And I want you to say something sexy about it and move it. Move it in a seductive way if you are capable of doing that and say something positive about it. If you don't have the ability to move, use your mind and visualize that part of your body and say something sexy, positive about it. Now, Take five to 10 seconds to celebrate that part of your body. You done celebrating, baby. Now I want you to look at yourself or say to yourself, what do you find sexy about you? What is it, baby, that you find sexy about you? And the reason why I'm asking this question is because as you think about an erotic persona, one of the things that needs to be at the forefront of your mind is what is it that you love about yourself and how can you amplify that as your persona? And what don't you love about yourself, but can you learn to love and empower yourself through this erotic persona? Y'all got that? Now, I want you to do three erotic moves. Think about it, take a second, three erotic moves. It doesn't have to be a dance move. It doesn't have to be a smooth, it could be ratchet. Trust me, baby, I don't care. I just want it to be erotic. You got it? Now, first, do your first move. I want you to go all out 
and do that erotic move in the mirror. If you got a pole, if you're just thinking about it in your mind, move erotically, baby. Yes, work gorgeous, work. Take a couple seconds, make sure you are breathing. Don't be doing an erotic move and pass out because you're so into it, you forgot to breathe. Breathe, baby, breathe. Now exhale and transition into your second erotic move. I want you to move, move, move that body. And again, if you are a person who is not physically capable of doing that, do it in your mind. Use your creativity, but move erotically, baby. Move, yes, enjoy yourself, love yourself, rub yourself, touch on yourself wherever you like. Taste it. And the finale. Now you've gassed yourself up. You've danced to this music. You've done two moves. This is your finale. I want you to go all out and dance nastier than you ever have before. Move nastier than you ever have before. And watch yourself do it. Enjoy yourself. Touch your body as you do it, okay? This is your signature erotic persona move. It can even be crawling on the floor real seductively. I don't care what it is. Just give me that erotic move. Now pause for a second. And I want you to ask yourself a question, which is, were there parts of your body that were stiffer than others that you were forced to move that you may have never had to move before? Was there parts of your body where you felt like you had to do that? And that's okay, because remember, this is a persona you are creating. And because you're creating it, probably going to do things in it that you've never done before. As you're doing that, think about how did your body respond when you wanted to get erotic? Mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. Write down what it is that you went through with your body when you started to get erotic. And if you did nothing, if you're a person that just froze when you looked in the mirror, that's okay. It just means you're starting at a different place. If you don't have in your mind what that means for you, it means you have a little bit more work to do. But even just moving, just moving, because you never know what might turn somebody on. Remember, what's your definition of erotic, baby, may not be somebody else's definition of erotic. So make sure if you're going to get erotic with somebody, y'all both understand what that means. Now, what parts of your body moved really easily and how can you use those to help amplify this persona that you're creating? Because that's probably your baseline. That's your starting point is when you think about which part of your body did you move easily And how can you use that to amplify and empower your erotic persona, your sexy swag, baby? Now, if you were in a room alone, I want you to think about how would you have responded if you had someone watching you who you were dancing or moving erotically for? Would you have responded different? And if so, why? Why? And if that person was in the room with you and you were moving erotically, does your persona prefer to be far away from them and teasing them? Or are you the type to give someone a lap dance, right? Or straddle them? What part of your persona 
has a preference for distance and what does that look like? What does it feel like? Because remember, you're establishing who you are erotically, which may not be the same person that you are in the workplace. Because remember, human beings have layers. There's some things that are time and place and we have to learn both. You're probably not going to take all of your erotic persona with you into your workplace, but there may be some pieces of it that you might, right? Depending on what you're wearing, how it grips your body, the way that you speak to people, the courage to speak up and say something that you may not have said before. This could be a part of your erotic persona because most people who create erotic personas, their erotic persona is that bad bitch, right? Or that bad man, that bad person where they don't normally act how you would act, which makes them wise one of your personas. All right. Now, you've done some movement. You've gotten your finale. Last but not least, while you are in this mirror, give yourself a power sexual pose. What is your sexual power pose, baby, or stance? I want you to assume that position. What's your power pose? or stance. Go through a couple of modifications, moderations right now, but you have 10 seconds to pick a power stance starting now. It's been 10 seconds. You're in that stance. Next up, you are to create an outfit. Let's start at the top. If you are a person who wants to wear a particular hairstyle, what's your hair style? If you don't have a hairstyle in mind, what's your erotic personas? Are they wearing a hat? Do they have something over their head of some sort? Are they wearing a nice hairstyle? What's your erotic persona hairstyle? Now moving down. Do you wear makeup? You flexing that natural beauty, baby. I ain't throwing shade either way. What does your erotic persona's face look like? Is there jewelry in it? Do you have piercings, eyes, nose, lips, tongue, teeth, jawline? What does your face look like? Is it round, baby? Now, as you look at your face and your outfit, remember we've started with hair or hat, makeup, jewelry. Go down your neck, zoom out, and tell me what's your top. Also, are you a person that's just going to wear that birthday suit, baby? Are you naked or set? Do you have leather straps across your chest? Do you like shibari rope ties? What are you wearing? Is it a suit? What would your erotic persona wear? What's your default top? Now, bottoms. What are you wearing? You wearing a long skirt, a mini skirt, a thong. You not wearing nothing and you letting that ass out in the wind. What are you wearing on your bottom half as an erotic persona? What you got? And if you are a person who physically, again, wears shoes, what you wearing on your feet, right? Do you fly? Maybe you're not even wearing shoes. Well, do you fly? What's your magic carpet look like? Tell me 
what kind of shoes you're wearing or something below you. Are you barefoot? You got stilettos on? You got some high boots? What you got? If you're a person who's wearing underwear, what's your lingerie look like? Is it is it a strapless bra? Is it a see-through one piece? Is it a two-piece? Talk to me. Show me your erotic persona. Now remember, you should still be looking in the mirror. And you should have your outfit. You should have your power stance. You should have your erotic movement. And next, as you look at your footwear, I want you to practice your erotic motion like in your walk or stride or crawl or roll or tumble. I don't care. What's your erotic walk, swagger, tumble, etc.? You got your outfit. You got your moves. You got your makeup. You got all the things. Or you natural and naked. Hey, to each his own. We ain't judging here, baby. We just want you to be erotic. Next, I want you to look to your right. Below you, there's a table. And on that table comes your erotic weapon or tool of choice. Look on that table and it magically appears. There you are. There's your erotic toy or tool or weapon of choice. Now you pick up your weapon. Is it a whip? Is it a cane? Is it a vibrator? Is it a pencil? Maybe you into some different shit. Again, I ain't judging. What's on that table, baby? Pick it up. Caress it. Touch it. Mm, Get to know it. Now. As you look in the mirror with your outfit and your toy, let's have a little bit of fun because I'm in the comic a little bit. What's your erotic superpower? Can you see through people's clothes? Now, remember, it's got to be an erotic superpower. So it's got to have something to do with eroticism. Can you x-ray vision? Can you see through people's clothes? Are you a person who makes people come on site with your mind? What's your erotic sexual power, superpower. Think about it. Write it down. As you've gotten that, the last and final finale for your erotic persona is your name. What's your name, baby? What you gonna have them people calling out and screaming, right? What is your name? Are you a mistress? Are you a goddess? Are you a seductress? So what is your erotic name? And remember, it can be anything you want it to be, baby, but develop an erotic name. So now you have your outfit, you have your movements, you have your superpower, you have your tool of choice, and you have your name. I think your erotic persona is ready to carry out your first fantasy. Now, always on Kinky Healing, we like to stress the importance of if you are performing sexual acts, you need to be doing it with someone who makes you feel safe enough to be completely vulnerable or who you're growing in that space with. And it could be yourself. Like I said, I ain't judging. Do the damn thing. okay? But as you are writing down your fantasy, I want you to write out a fantasy And then ask someone who you feel comfortable with to help you fulfill it. Because you're going to take your erotic persona and fulfill your fantasy as that persona. 
Now, remember, your persona can change, but you can have more than one because people evolve and we change and we grow together. But I want you to write down a fantasy for this erotic persona, and then you're going to execute that fantasy. Practice safety as always. And I'm going to look forward to hearing you share your stories. Go and follow us on IG, Twitter at Kinky Healing with two E's. That's our tag. Go find us. Come get kinky with us. Support us. Because we're going to be throwing more content your way, baby. Once again, I'm Dr. C.I., the sexual intellectual. And I am honored to be in this space with you, helping you figure out your erotic persona today. Have a good one. This has been another episode of Kinky Healing, where we hope King made you think. Have a great rest of your day.